I had a humanities class that I took in college, and the professor used to say we spend the first 21 years of our life screwing up the rest of our life. Oh. And the argument was, or she came up with a saying, is that you spend the first 21 years of your life setting basically the patterns and the way that you act, and it's not impossible, but it becomes more challenging once you become set in your ways after that to undo them. And when Ashley and I go for a walk, there's a house uh, near our house that we walk by that has this... I guess you would call it library. It's like a bookshelf. It's got, it looks like a house, and they've yeah. got a glass case on it, and it says take one. Uh-huh. And I, I, I think it's always so interesting because it always makes me think. I was like, man, I really wish that when I was growing up that my parents would have, to be honest, forced me to read more. Like we would have had like, a, all right, everybody, we got an hour now. It's family reading time. Mm-hmm. Because then maybe I would have been in more of a habit of doing it because it's just never something that I picked up. And I, I go through spurts now because I'm like, I want to read more. And then I, it's really easy for me to fall out of the habit because it's just not something I've ever done. So growing up for us, that was always something we did. It was read X amount of books in the summer. We had to read. I don't remember how many it was. It was like five or something. I had no issue with reading growing up I loved it but then I kind of fell out of the habit but in my little town we actually just got a book library if you want to That's call it cool. that it's I, I, really I, there cool. Needs to be a cool name for it. I just don't know what to call it I know I I don't know what they're like if that's technically what they're called a book depot <laughs> book depot you know take one take one leave one type of a situation I think it's really neat I think it's a it's a really really neat um I don't know if I would call it an experience. I just think it's really cool for like the opportunity because where I live, it's a small town, really small town, right. and we don't have a library. And if you want to go to the library, then you you have to pay higher because you're not a resident of said city, town, whatever, well, municipality. And so it, it's, it is. Because I was thinking about, oh, well, maybe I'll just go get a library card. And it was like, $105? No, thanks. No, that's fair. <laughs> that argument right now, I would say the exact same thing. I'm like, what? No. Shoot, I'll just go buy more books. Let's find take a book, leave a book. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's cool. I think it's a really cool thing. Uh, I commend the people who have decided to like put them places. Oh, yeah. I know there's one on, I think it's 6th. Is it sixth? I mean, it it curves. It's after it curves, like past like Willow yeah. Park and stuff. No, that's the one. Oh, yeah, that's the one I walk by. Yeah, it's like pink. Yeah. It's cute. Yes, I like that one. That one. one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I also commend them because for whatever I would, I I don't know. It's the same reason I think that like even when I park in driveways of people's houses that I know, I still lock my car and I always get I always catch flack specifically when I go to Ashley's dad's house. Like, why are you locking? Nobody's gonna steal. I'm like, it takes one time. But it's the same thing you take a book, leave a book. I would be so terrified someone's just going to, some jerk's going to come by and just take all the books. And now we're just going to be out books. Yeah. But So, yes, kudos to them. That being said, speaking of which, it's a level of trust you have, right? So there's varying levels, but what is your innermost trust circle? Because a survey was done to find just how many people you exclusively trust. Like, you tell them anything. And I think the number is spot on. Very oh. rarely do we get one of these surveys or studies, and I'm like, yep, that's it. I call them your inner circle. You can call them whatever. You can call them your girl gang. You can call them murderers row. Whatever you want to nickname them, that's cool. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. Well, a survey was done to find out how many people you trust, like really, really trust. Because, of course, there's varying levels of everything, right? You got acquaintances and there's outside family and stuff like that. But who are the people inside that you're like, I could tell them whatever. When you sit down, I got to talk about this and I know X amount of people I'm going to talk to. 
If you were to put a number on that, McCall, off the top of your head, what would it be? Three. <laughs> okay, that's four. A, maybe four. That's on the low end because uh, according to the survey, it's seven. Lucky number seven are the amount of people that you trust immensely. They're going to listen to you. They're going to be able to give you advice. They're not going to be manipulative. They're going to be authentic. Seven. Hmm. Seven. I thought the number was pretty spot on. <sighs> yeah, I think probably so. McCall just has different level of secrets than everybody else. There's only like three people that know like everything. True. True. <laughs> He's not wrong. Like, of Speaking of which, uh, I don't know that everybody will appreciate this about toaster anyway. So I have a friend, we have a joke that she has an alternate personality that goes out to, to bars and is, let's just say, star of a true crime story, right? Mm-hmm. So all this week in my friend group, we've been having this discussion about what character in the Batman universe you are. It's been really funny because it started as a joke and then we're all like having these serious discussions about it. So I was talking to that friend. And uh, I was talking about eventually being able to retire and be a writer. And I was like, you know, like Johnny Depp in The Secret Window, but less ex-wife murdery. Yes. And she's like, why is that? And I said, well, that's that's kind of your thing. I'm more <laughs> the brooding type. And she goes, no. And I was like, what? What? No. Like that that level of secret, <laughs> that level of trust. That's the level of trust you're looking for. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> By the way, just just for funsies, if you wanted to play, what character in the Batman universe would you be? I don't know enough about it to know. Yes. Yes. I would say, I'd have to think about that. My initial reaction is to say Poison Ivy, but I got to think about that a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yesterday, we got into the discussion of um, registries, because what I've learned is, is that the bride and groom are going to take an immense amount of time to put in a lot of effort into it. And then a lot of people are going to come to the wedding and go, Nah. Nah. And it can get weird in a hurry. Bad news, everybody. McCall told us we couldn't put the engagement ring we really wanted on the wedding registry. Nope, you got to buy it yourself. <sighs> Rats. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated aid on VFX. Have you ever started to think about that? Like, I mean, proposed. So let's let's not jump the gun here. But, like, I've thought about what I'd put on the registry only because I just had a birthday and Figuring out my birthday is a pain in the butt. We were like, what do you want? I'm like, money. Seriously, just give me money or just nothing. Cash. cash or nothing. But for a wedding registry, I feel like I can't be like, cash or nothing. No. <laughs> no. There are a lot of weird things that I've seen on wedding registries before. And it's hard because when you've been with somebody for as long as, like, Dustin and I have been together, it'll be eight years, eight years. this month. And... If we ever end up getting married, I don't want, for the love, I don't want a blender. blender. I'm getting you a I blender. don't want a blender. I knew that's what you were going to say. I already have four blenders. Prepare for mega blender five. I, I Blender can't. waterfall. I, I can't. Like, I was really grateful. When we were living in the fifth wheel, we ended up getting uh, one of those magic bullets because they're yeah. smaller, oh, they're more great. compact, yeah. really, really nice. So we got one of those. And then for Easter, like, the next year, for some reason, my mom thought, adult Easter basket, here's a magic bullet. And I thought, thank you, mom. Now you can do twice as much blending. But also, I have that. I've got a ninja. I've got like a normal blender. <laughs> now I have two magic bullets. What? I don't need more. I think I got a toaster for my brother because they got two toasters. So, 
oh, I thought you were buying him a toaster. No, and so- no. Well, see, that's that's the other part of the registry that's so difficult because so I've been a part of two adult weddings. I was a groomsman and a best man, and I was a best man for my brother. And I remember talking to him because I was other family members were asking me, like, what do we get your brother? And I talked to him and they painstakingly went through and laid out their registry of stuff they wanted from varying price ranges. So no matter what, if you wanted to get them a gift, you you didn't have to go outside your budget. And so I told so many family members they have a registry. And so many people were like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, it's like they were like, no, nah, I know them better than that. And so those are probably the people that are like, oh, here's four blenders. Right. I don't need another blender. <laughs> here's my recommendation. Put a $5,000 couch on there. Everybody Call chip in for the couch. Yep. You know the weirdest thing that my brother got from his uh, from his wedding? No, it wasn't on the registry, obviously. Somebody bought them a uh, ice cream maker. What? And he was like, this is the stupidest thing. Like, if I want ice cream, I'm not going to spend hours making it. I'll just go buy some damn ice cream and have ice cream. Yeah. Good move. I told him, I was like, that's just how hipster you've become. You've trended to the dark side. Somebody's like, yeah, he's hipster enough. He'll think this is cool. This is great. I got an ice cream maker. <laughs> got an ice, ice cream maker. maker. <laughs> Have you ever made ice cream? Once. We did it for a family reunion. It's stupid. Have you done it in an ice cream maker? Yeah, with salt and and ice and all that. And you oh. grind it and whatever. That's how we did. I don't know if that's how. Like, just, is there another way to do it? Yeah, you can just do it in Ziploc bags. No, I haven't like, done that. You just we did it with. Get, we had the whole like. It looks like a like an old school like drying press. Like a churner. Yeah, yeah. that. No, you get it was dumb. <laughs> yeah, you just get like a Ziploc bag. You put cream in it. You get the yeah. outer shell. You that's, do rocks. That sounds way easier. Yeah, you do rocks and er, rocks. Rock rocks salt, and rock salt and <laughs> ice. Yeah, and you put it in the outer shell. Yeah, yeah. And you just there it is. It was dumb. It was dumb. Just to add even more, I remember eating that ice cream that we did for the family reunion. I thought to myself, not worth it. Oh, that's I, dumb. I was like, oh, we did all this and it tastes, uh, frankly, I don't I don't remember it tasting any better than normal ice cream. I was like, well, thank goodness we did this. AJ can't appreciate homemade. It's delicious. I would prefer homemade ice cream over store-bought ice cream. Well, good for you. Can well, you make, like you said yesterday, like raspberry cheesecake homemade ice cream? I'm sure I can. I yeah. just have to put well, it in a bag. No, you can't. There, I said it. Good luck. <laughs> First of all, AJ. <laughs> yes. Yes, McCall. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. Nope. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, if someone goes to the effort of putting together a wedding registry, now I haven't seen any, I'm sure there's plenty out there where you're like, okay, no, no, I'm not buying any. There's, like, there's terrible registries. I'm sure there are. I'll put that caveat out there. But if a couple goes through all the effort of putting a wedding registry together, it means that's the stuff they really, really want. And I know, I, I guess the catch-all that people run into is like, well, it just, I'm admitting then that I don't know them because they told me what to buy. They're... Starting lives together, maybe getting a place, whatever. They want nicer things. That's what they want. Just stick to the registry. Not hard. McCall said the criminals for Florida, man, they really delivered today. So yeah. I hope uh, you're ready. Yeah. AJ and McCall for the Integra Financial Services Florida, not on VFX. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. We all know how ridiculous it gets when anybody touches the thermostat. It's true. It's still an issue here. Like, I get... What? We can get into it. We'll get into it. So this lady, furious about the thermostat being changed, so she shot her boyfriend over it. 
That's a lot. That's a bit extreme. That's a lot. Okay. There's story number one. Story number two, some guy running from the cops tried to hide from him in the police station. Not a not a move. A move. <laughs> the no, last place they would have looked. Not the best move, though. And then story number three, a drunk driver picked up an extra charge because he drank the cops Mountain Dew. Why would, like, why? Just, why would you do that? Just to, to enrage people, I guess. I'm I don't know. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I may as well. So there you go. Three crazy stories. I'm not saying like you're not allowed to touch the thermostat. I'm just saying it may be better safe than sorry not to touch the thermostat. Yes. I mean, let's be honest. AJ McCall for the Integra Financial Services Florida. Not on VFX. Megan, everybody knows whether you had that dad or not, you're still kind of aware like you got to be a little skeptical touching the thermostat. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So here at work, it's still a whole thing. That being said, let's get into the full stories, please. Okay, so we got story number one. Some lady tried to take her air conditioner. And uh, I guess the former lovebirds, her and her husband, they were going through a divorce. And he wanted to sell the AC unit on Facebook, which is something that like sane people do, Mm -hmm. you know, because, hey, let's get rid of it. Well, uh, I guess she perched herself atop of the unit with a gun, refused to move, and then she shot him. Crazy. Yeah. Good Super crazy. So questioned by police, she says, oh, it was an accident. I just wanted to scare him. I wanted to scare him. Obviously. Woman, if you want to scare him, put on a mask. Like a, like a face mask, like a gorilla suit, and just run out and go, scary. Oh, no, I'm terrified. Good but gosh. she she shot him. So there's story one. Story number two, a drug dealer was running from the cops yesterday. He tried to hide inside of a random building that he found. Turns out, it's a police station. <laughs> it's the worst place to hide. It's the last place they would have looked. It's true. But shocking, he got arrested. No way. What? That never happens. Dumb. And then we got story number three, drunk driver got arrested on Sunday after a cop found him parked in the middle of the road. Passed out in his seat. His pants were not on. Okay. The guy, then I guess, once he ended up trying to arrest this guy or whatever, cop put him in the patrol vehicle, went back to searching his car, found some illegal substances. Of course. So he was facing charges for drunk driving and drugs, and then the cop went back to his patrol car. Turned out he found an unopened can of Mountain Dew in the cop's cup holder and drank it. So they tacked on an extra charge for fifth degree theft. I don't. I, Do you drink my Mountain Dew? Do you drink my Mountain Dew? Let me a, smell your breath. You got a litter call. Like, that's all I get from this. <laughs> so there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> Megan, wait, one, two, or three. Which story do you think is from Florida? I think I'm going to have to go with story three. So story number three. Like, that to me is more astonishing from the standpoint of, I'm pretty sure they had an inkling already that he was hammered. He'd already committed something illegal. I don't know why they didn't like handcuff him and throw him in the back. So the fact that the dude was able to find out that there was a Mountain Dew can there, get it, is ridiculous to me. That being said, I feel like it's got to be story number one because just picture the image of a lady perched on a on a window unit, gun in hand. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. And McCall, if I could just ask... Does it say where the dude got shot specifically? Yeah, it was uh, it was in a lower region. Lower region. Yeah. Would you call the area a private area? 
Uh, baby maker, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that seals it, Megan. I think we absolutely have to go with story number one. Yeah, okay, well, then we'll go with story number one. Okay, McCall, is it? Don't touch the thermostat! It is! Congratulations! Woo! That's Woo! right! We got you hooked up with some Johnny O's Spud Nuts and an Aquatech car wash. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Great, thank you. You're welcome. I just wanted to say, I... Obviously, no one here, we, we don't have window units. I'm not going to perch like outside. I'm not going to put a seat down and say like trespassers will be shot in front of our thermostat. Oh, good. But like it's such an issue because it's so hot outside and we got to keep the stuff cool inside. And so I think someone's going through and like turning the heat up to counteract it because they're like, it's so chilly in here. And it's not. It's burning up. I'm dying. Oh. You're yeah. not? No, I am too. Uh, yeah. I thought yeah. you were saying, like, at your house. And no, I was like, here. oh, there's, like, Maybe one person you need to talk to about that. Like, wow, that's a lot, AJ. But, yeah, here? No, makes sense. Because I'm feeling the same way. Uh, it's so hot, I can't think. Congratulations <laughs> to Megan. She wins Florida not on VFX. Integra Financial Services, Florida or not. I think we need to talk still a little bit more about that cop losing his Mountain Dew. And I believe McCall has bonus Florida not for us. Oh, I sure do. I knew it. Just because it's in your cup holder doesn't mean it's safe. Frankly, this guy had to get his own Las Vegas show if he got arrested for drunk driving, got put in the backseat of a cop car, which I don't know if you've sat in recently. Those things are sturdy. Surprise, I haven't. AJ called VFX and then somehow managed to get the can of Mountain Dew out of the cop's cup holder and be like, well, you know, since I'm here, this must be for me. Since I'm here. (sighs) Like, what? Why? Just no. I got nothing. I got nothing. If it's not yours, don't take it. Especially not in a car that's, you know, police officer. That would seem prudent. I would be hesitant to touch like anything. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like a good idea to be on your best behavior at that point. Probably go for broke on the best behavior part. Not go for broke in terms of acting out. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So I got us some, uh, a little bit of bonus Florida or not today, because this isn't necessarily like a illegal situation this is just like a what Uh oh so a lady in the philippines ordered some fried chicken from a fast food place happens right one of the pieces turns out not chicken no no a deep fried dish towel oh gross um yeah like i'm looking at it right now i i honestly i have no idea i mean if i looked at it and it were to come in the basket i'd be like wow this is such a big piece of chicken I, I just have no idea. What? How? Dia. No. I no. Just, I just have no idea. So the only thing I could. Mm, no, I got nothing. I was going to say maybe I could come up with something, but it's like you would have to bread it because of the way that it's deep fried because of the this look had to on done it. done on purpose then. Yeah. They hated this lady. They must have. Gross. I'm just. I'm really kind of shocked because it looks it looks like a breaded piece of chicken. Camouflage level ten out of ten. Serving food level negative five out of ten. I mean, they ne- always seven hundred out of ten. They always have those like this is actually how the commercials are made type things, right? So I don't know oh, if yeah. maybe they're they were filming a commercial. Are you trying to say when they film a commercial that it's not actually breaded chicken? Hey, it's I- breaded dish towels. Maybe at this place in the Philippines, but no. 
For those who are unaware, what McCall's talking about is like, so uh, instead of actual syrup for pancakes commercials, they use motor oil. Yep. Or they put a dab of dish soap in the bottom of beer because then it doesn't foam. There's a bunch of them. They use glue instead of milk because it's more... It's thicker, like... So that kind of thing. Yeah, to make it prettier, commercialized it. Let's all keep our eyes together. Make sure that it's not a breaded dish towel because, oh my gosh, disgusting. Mega gross. Friday is confessional Friday! Pew, pew, pew! If you're unfamiliar, we got to get the things... You don't want to go into the weekend with things weighing you down. Get the things off our chest. We feel a whole lot better. And then McCall and I tell stories like, you know, know, I once got a nickel stuck in my sinuses at a way too old (sighs) age to get a nickel stuck in my sinuses. AJ. Confessional Friday with AJ and McCall where we confess our sins, get them off our chest, and then we get to go relaxed and free of all this burdensome information into the weekend. AJ and McCall on VFX. I'll tell you the story because I hate when people leave me hanging. When I was way too old to be doing this, I was playing with a nickel and I was like, I wonder if this will fit my nose. So then I put it in no. one of my nostrils. <laughs> and then I breathe. No. I'm a human and I do that. That's weird. So then it was stuck in my sinuses. And then I was freaking out because I was like, I'm going to explain why. I'm going to have to explain why a teenager has a nickel stuck in their nostril. Luckily, I relaxed and it came out. And I thought, don't ever do that again. Whew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't like that. I'm really sorry. Zero of 10 stars would not recommend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> confessional. I used to work for a major bank and we were explicitly encouraged to sell credit cards slash overdrafts, etc., to people who couldn't afford them so they'd be buried in interest and be in debt forever. I was fired for refusing to sell a struggling single mom a credit card she didn't need. Call. Hmm. I have no comment. I really don't. That's, that's Please be- just say I abstain courteously. I abstain courteously. <laughs> Legally speaking, I can't say words. That's fair. So uh, somebody sent us a message, said my husband, his name is Nigel. I hated his name so much. For the first year of dating, I did not use it at all. I got to be honest, my goat's name is Nigel. Okay? You're not helping. How do you shorten that? You can't... Hi. Wow. No, my brain was like, all right, let's do this. I was like, no, brain, we're not doing this. Hi, Jelly. But how the- are you? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, maybe he's got a middle name that you like. Some people do that. Uh, I don't, in all honesty, how often do you call Dustin Dustin? I call him Dust a lot, but I mean, but I don't say like babe or. No. See, I figured most couples no. do that. No, they don't. Well, then legally change his name. <laughs> I guess, yeah, if you don't like your husband being named Nigel, go in there and be like, so you're not taking can my you, last name, but you're taking my first name, can so. You, can you imagine that? I'd just be like, I'm done with you. Why? I just, I can't get over the name Nigel. It sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX or Utah's VFX or AJ McCall, any social media, it'll stay anonymous. Yep. Like, I did a two-week drain replacement job. It was high quality and hard work. Uh, the person, the, the boss refused to pay and then went around... And then the company went to ground. Six months later, he was driving a new BMW, so I poured concrete into his drain. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oops. That's crazy. Look, this is the same. Like, I tell, my, my brother and I tell this to a certain family member we don't like eating dinner with all uh-huh. the time. I don't think that it's a common occurrence, but I did not work in the food industry, so I don't know. But we say all the time, you never know who's going to be the person you upset that's going to be like, that's it, and spits in your food. So you can be like, oh, they'll never do whatever. 
One of those people you're going to upset and they're going to be the ones that's like, all right, that's it. Concrete in your drain. It's true. Don't treat them poorly. No. Somebody sent us a message said every week or so I put up a post for free Labrador puppies with my father-in-law's number. He's changed his number twice this year and I'm hoping to make it a hat trick. Yo. Homeboy must have done something bad. That sounds like therapy. Did you see, speaking of which, did you see there's a TikTok going around that's, it's, I think the, the beginning of it that people are stitching is like, tell me something that's immature that you know is immature, but you won't stop doing. Do you see the guy that talks about buying the keys? No. There's a guy in the UK, I guess you can buy, he says you can buy like extra keys, like gobs of them, handfuls for like 20 bucks. So what he does is he buys them and then he buys the tags that go on them and he picks someone that he does not like and he puts their phone number on it and then he'll just leave them places so that person just gets phone call after phone call after phone call about losing their keys. That's spiteful and hilarious. It is hilarious because it's innocent in the stamp from the standpoint he didn't take their keys or anything. But man, their phone is a blowing up. Yeah. That is crazy. Not to mention the weird the not so innocent part, maybe if someone some stranger's like, Well, I might as well wander over to the house and see what's going on. Yeah. That would be terrifying. Yeah, it would be. Utah's VFX, AJ and McCall, either work. Get it off your chest. It feels better. Plus, we confess too, and then we're all in the same boat, right? You can't judge anyone when they come down to your level. Right. For Confessional Friday on VFX. Speaking of confessions, held one back. Look, I'm pretty sure the rule is you have to get a crappy car for your first car because it's just assumed maybe you won't crash it, but something will happen. Or maybe you'll crash it. No one is saying you're for sure going to crash your first car, but sometimes you could crash your first car. That's why you have to get a 99 Honda Civic, because then no one cares what happens. Yes. AJ and McCall on VFX, and maybe just maybe just a confession held back for just a minute. If uh, certain someone's family member, you know, got driving along and then wrecked their first car, well, I think that'd qualify for confessional Fridays. I mean, for sure. Like, we're not saying necessarily that somebody as they turned 16 was gifted a Saturn SUV and the the woman she happened to have the thing for 15 years in nice condition until she gave it to her son who wrecked it after having it for three months <laughs> it got totaled whoopsie that is not a long amount of time don't worry the SUV died protecting him now he's driving a 2012 Lexus in perfect condition Okay, that is not how that's supposed to work. I mean, whatever. That's that's pure garbage. You're supposed to get a credit. Like, I, I don't understand how this happened. So my bro- my first car was a 96 Hyundai Accent. Uh-huh. And I could drive that in 2014. Wait, sorry. Eight, when I turned eight? 2007. <laughs> 2007. Sorry, math is hard. Y- yeah, I'd say. 2007 is the year I got to drive it. My brother's first car was sort of that. And then also, I believe it was a 1999 Pontiac Sunfire. Okay. They were terrible. They were were okay. They were not great cars. My sisters, this is complete crap. My oldest sister got, I don't know what the model is, but it was a green Oldsmobile that was driven by her dad's parents. It was pristine. Uh Uh-huh. Pristine condition. Mm -hmm. My youngest sister got my mom's SUV, I think it's a Cadillac, actually, that she just, she was like, well, here's this one. I'm going to buy myself something new. I was like, that's not how that works. You're supposed to get a POS. And then you earn the nicer car. Both of them are driving nicer. Their first cars were nicer than anything I've ever owned, except maybe the car that I got for six months and then drove it off a mountain. Right. 
I mean, yes, I I guess, sort of. But at the same time, uh, meh. I mean, I don't know. I'm more of a you get what you get and you don't throw a fit kind of situation because I had to, like, buy my car when I first got it. I just didn't, like, get one. What was your first vehicle? Uh, it was a, that was mine, was a uh, Ford 2003 Ford Focus. Bought it when I was 18. I borrowed a Dodge Grand Caravan. It was a 1992 or three or four, maybe something like that from my mom. And then my dad's car died. So then I didn't have one. <laughs> so anyway, but my first vehicle that I totaled was actually my grandparents and they had it for, I mean, years. It was brand new. It was one that was like, I mean, don't drive this over 65 like they had it forever and ever amen and thankfully they happened to have vanishing deductible or whatever because i drove it directly into the back of a van and totaled it and that was my first like long trip solo dolo by myself that's really the the tip here for you on top of the how long did you have a car before you totaled it i did six months would be my fastest you got to buddy buddy up with your grandparents yes because whatever vehicle they have while maybe not the newest it's probably in amazing condition that's what the, it sounds like. All the stuff happened. My oldest sister, the oldest she got came from grandparents. It was pristine. I remember being around that car before, like my sisters even could drive. Before I could drive and see that car, I was like, this car is awesome. Yeah. Buddy up with the grandparents. Dude, we just got a message that says, uh, lady gifted her 16-year-old son her Jag. She got a brand new car. She gifted it, gifted this Jag to her son. He hit a deer 12 hours after he got his license. Which is unfortunate because those things jump out of nowhere. As somebody who has hit a plethora of deer, I say th- I say that. There's been like three. But still, it's like they come out of nowhere. Sons of a guns. No words. Not a, not a single word for that she, travesty. She says he still argues to this day it wasn't his fault. Again, as somebody who's hit a deer, it probably wasn't. Okay? I, I can't imagine he was like hunting the deer. Like, like, Where's Let's the deer? Do yeah, I, no, I, I'll, In a field? I'll, cool. I'll, I'll concede that one. I don't think it was his fault. No, I don't either. On the subject of vehicles, Florida, uh, Florida not, Park Narks comes to an end today. Make sure you're voting because for National uh, Donut Day, we've got some Spudnut gift cards we're going to throw in as well. Just for simply voting, it's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Fun fact, Olivia Rodrigo totaled her first car as well. I actually don't know that. I'm just continuing the conversation we were just having. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX Park Narks is where we are, though. We're not crashing cars. We're parking them incorrectly. And when I say we, I mean, well, yeah, probably everybody. Everybody's done it at least once. Definitely. Hopefully, though, Park Narks on VFX has inspired you to make sure to double check, to make sure you're not in a spot that's not supposed to be parked in and make sure you're between the lines unlike nominee number one who says you don't need the spot and i don't need my door and i don't know how this happens like this is the level of trust utah has in itself as a state that someone would park in two special needs spots first of all leave the passenger door open and there's not a person in sight i really want to say aliens i mean if you told me that they were abducted i would be like yeah, okay. The photo evidence seems to support that that's the case. Yeah, that tracks. Nominee number two, if you park like that, so can I. And it's framed so beautifully because the car looks like it's peeking around the corner to see this truck and car who are parked horizontally while the parking spots run vertically like they're having some kind of meeting or honestly with the lines right there, it looks like they're about ready to drag race. Yeah. Which one, though, is the most annoying? 
You vote Utah's VFX. It's pinned atop our Facebook page. We'll find out a little bit later this morning. And because it's National Donut Day, we've got some extra Spud Nuts gift cards to give out on top of the other prizes. So big congratulations to Stephanie. Ooh. She voted for number two, not trying to sway you, just letting you know that she did. And she's going to win a Johnny O Spud Nuts gift card for simply voting, and you can too. Of course, a couple times a week for nominating and voting. We've got the McDonald's gift cards we're giving away today. We're giving away Johnny O's Spud Nuts gift cards for simply voting. Mm-hmm. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Now, I would never consider it in the same lines. Park Dealing with park nerds is extremely frustrating. But along those same lines, there's a lot of things in life that are frustrating. In fact, I believe there's a saying that says the greater the challenge, the greater the reward. But I think whoever concocted that didn't... Uh, ever grow up as a parent or didn't ever become a parent because yes, I'm sure there are great rewards, but I'm speaking from personal experience. I'm sure there's plenty of frustrations along the way as well. Like potty training. Bless married people and parents when they have friends that aren't married people and parents, because I think that they, they just vent for the sake of doing so. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had plenty of beef with my friends that are married or parents that like give unsolicited advice, but I also get to enjoy them, you know, venting a little bit about what they're dealing with and a bunch of my friends that have kids now are going through a potty training phase mm-hmm. oh my gosh hard pass Shane McCall on VFX yeah uh I know that I have some like people around me that are doing the same kind of thing and they're going through these potty training phases but I found a hack that somebody sent me about it that like I guess if you're trying to do some potty training you use like balloons so while what? your little one is like sitting there trying to do a two or something, they blow a balloon. Oh, okay. Because they like balloons. That makes way more sense. And then, you know, you get some. I was so confused. You get distracted. Right? Right. I think it's like genius. And I never thought about it until, you know, they sent me this message. They were like, hey, heads up, just in case you were wondering and you wanted to like share this with people that would know. Here you go. Wow. Um, I sent a message to my, my group of, of friends and said, Hey, okay, I need your, I need your advice for potty training. Turns out one of my friends is actually like, that's like her thing. She has like an Etsy shop and everything about it to try and like train people on it, which is like super fascinating. One of my other friends said it's easier to house train a dog. Both parent and child will end up in the end the day in tears. Darn it. Kind of the vibe I've gotten from some of my friends, too. And I'm like, uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, potty training tips. You want to send them, though, because apparently McCall and I are both in the stage where we could be like the cool aunt or uncle. Totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. And pass on some tips. And if it makes life easier, guess what? Boom. Brownie points with friends. 68255. Yeah. Text VFX or Utah's VFX, any and all social media. Already this week, we talked about the lady fighting off a bear for uh, her dogs, pets. I think there's cats in there, too, but whatever. Her dogs, for sure. And she became a pet hero. And McCall says, there's a lot more stories out there. I'm skeptical. I don't think you get too many chances to fight bears, but we'll see. This week, we already saw one pet hero. As that teen in California rushed to the bear and said, no, yeet, shoved the bear off. It's impressive. 
AJ and McCall for the Automation Group debated eight. McCall says there are more pet heroes out there, and I'm sure there are varying degrees. I just don't think hero's a bold term. Like the lady that shoved a bear, yes, she's a hero. That was a dangerous situation. Others, I'm kind of curious as to how you explain it just because, I mean, how often are you going to run into a bear, a mountain lion, a bobcat? And I don't mean like with your pets. Obviously, we've had a fair amount of those stories happen the last couple weeks here. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five to share your story, McCall. How are your you your pet's hero? Well, I just celebrated the fifth birthday anniversary, whatever you want to call it, of rescuing Sis from Texas because she was, you know, abandoned on the side of the road down there. She was flea and tick infested at that point in time, and we ended up taking care of her, and now she's home. And if you got to see the post where I celebrated Sis's fifth celebration of sorts you could tell she's obviously miserable <laughs> just kidding she lives a very hard she life. lives a very hard life of sunshine and water <sighs> erica's on the line erica what is uh, your pet hero story well it just happened like 30 minutes ago because oh, we have a mama deer a doe and we must have a fawn in the lot beside us uh. and i'm running out in my pajamas not dressed for the day running the deer off and she's Going after my dog. Dude, deer are mean. Deer attack dogs? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. They like stomp them. Yes. It happens like every day in oh. like this week. Like this time of year is not good for my dog who loves to chase the deer because uh. they're having babies and they don't <laughs> like her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified <laughs> of my dogs coming up on like a deer. A deer. Honestly. A doe. I've seen I've I've seen videos that are like traumatizing to me of dogs getting like stomped by deer if you come up on their fawns and stuff. It's scary. Well, hopefully, Erica, everything's all right and you didn't have to wander too far out into the neighborhood. Yeah. I didn't go in the front yard. Okay. I kind of stopped on the side yard and prayed nothing about that dog because I just didn't <laughs> run out there like that. <laughs> that that would have just made it all the much more worse. I know it would have been terrible. I, I I feel like I've said this a fair amount, but it's true. Like coming from the Midwest, I feel like if you come from besides the South, the South is different. But like east of the Mississippi, and probably some of those grain states like Nebraska or whatever, to a certain extent, you're like, oh, deer majestic. They live out in nature, and everything's like a Disney movie and all nope. that. And then you come out where you interact with them a lot more, and you're like, these these things suck. I mean, it's really they're they're still really pretty, but yeah. You get to look at them and you're like, wow, pretty. Oh my gosh, they're so pretty. And then, yeah. <laughs> then they do things like attack dogs and I just, stop it. Well, I mean, anything negative towards dogs, you know, McCall already wasn't going to be a fan of. No. That being said, uh, Jamie also on the line. Jamie, w- w- what happened uh, with your with your pet hero story? Uh, I was on a walking trail in Friendswood and I was walking my little corgi and a giant husky that comes up to my waist is walking by and starts attacking my dog and my boyfriend like jumped in the middle and pulled off this husky almost the size of him and saved my dog. Dude, that's crazy. I've seen a couple of those videos this week too. They put me in a really sad mood. I didn't what, like it. What version of TikTok are you on where you're watching dogs fight dogs and deer stomp dogs? Uh, the deer stomp dogs one was a long time ago. I mean, we're talking like seven years ago that I saw this video. It still traumatized me, but yeah, it's not good. Okay, so the pet hero thing, kudos. Kudos to the pet heroes. Bravo. 
Bravo. That being said, how about a little bit lighter note? We got a message speaking of pets because everyone knows, right? McCall loves, well, animals, yeah. frankly, but specifically dogs. Um, look, I thought as a society we accepted that you have, well, I'm sure there's varying degrees of how you talk to certain people at all the times, but there was definitely one that was earmarked for having a dog or pet specific voice. You have a specific way in which you talk to them. I thought we had agreed that was a thing. Yeah. So singing shouldn't be that weird. Apparently we were wrong. Everyone shows affection in different ways. Doesn't matter if it's pets, doesn't matter if it's relationships. But again, I thought we agreed as society that, you know, there was a whole TikTok thing about it. Because if you talk to your pets like this, they don't listen to you. But if you talk like these, then all of a sudden they know what you're talking to them. Fully invested. AJ and McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debate at 8. And then we got a message. And it wasn't about the way that you talk to your pet. Because, again, we've agreed as a society... That's how things be. Mm-hmm. It's about singing to your pet. Mm-hmm. And it kind of wrecks my life because they were like, hey, so my girlfriend like sings to our pets and I think it's like kind of cute, but also like kind of annoying because she like changes up the words to the song. Um, but I think maybe it'll it'll rub me the wrong way eventually and I'm going to hate it. So is it annoying? Is it not annoying? I don't really know. <laughs> Hello. I think it's literally the most adorable thing ever. That's rude, <laughs> sir. I mean, I'm of course going to defer to the pet owner here, but even I, as not a pet owner, I'm like, yeah, that sounds normal to me. Yeah, it's normal. Like Ashley and I will sing song to each other and change lyrics to songs, normally playful insults, but we'll communicate with each other that way. So when you say it's a pet, I'm like, oh yeah, well, we already like talk to pets in weird ways. Why would... Why would we not? Yeah. Why would we not talk to each other? It's adorable. Pets, you know, with, with songs. Like, I think it's I think it's super fun. Dustin, when we go, like, on trips and stuff, we'll be in the in the car driving on the road again. And then it's on the road again. Tiesel can't wait to get on the road again. And then Tiesel obviously agrees because she's like, heck yeah, when are we going for a ride? And I'm like, dude, we're literally in the car right now. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> That's how she just knows. The ride hasn't started until she hears that song. That's obviously. right. That's right. Right. That's exactly what it is. I, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think uh, that's supposed to be, uh, to be honest with you, fella or lady, whoever sent the message, that's supposed to be, I think, one of those little little small things that you're supposed to like really appreciate mm-hmm. about your significant other. It's mm-hmm. like one of the quirky things. It's endearing. Yeah. So. How uh, dare you? For the poll today, the Thermo Fisher poll today, do you sing to your pet? I mean, I think we should just put this to rest for good. I feel yeah. like it's going to be overwhelmingly... Yes. I think so. But there's no reason to not double check. I don't know why you wouldn't sing to your pet. Your pet probably would love it. How dare you? I mean, you're supposed to sing to plants to help them grow, right? That's right. So, And like to kids, to teach them things. I mean, it's seemingly adding up to not only, yes, it's cute to do it. It's sounding more so like you should do it. It's like, how dare you not? Utah's VFX on our Instagram do you sing to your pet? And not like whole songs. You can change it. Heck, McCall yeah. and I have a mutual friend that does a whole thing where he makes parodies of songs just to sing to his corky. Oh, Mark. Yeah. Marky Mark is Marky what he calls Mark. him. It's because he's so cute. I'm just like, I'm sad about this question. Pet heroes, normal. Pet heroes and pet concerts this morning. That's right. Ashley and I started the very overwhelming project of finally starting to Clean out some of the stuff we know we don't need. Maybe get it to the DI. 
And ironically enough, I stumbled across something that I remembered as a kid my brother wanted so, so bad. Oh. And for whatever reason, he wasn't allowed to. And I still, to this day, have no idea. Do you ever have anything growing up that you weren't actually allowed to have? AJ McCall at VFX. Like, you wanted it so bad, but for whatever reason, your parents or whatever were like, no, you can't have it. And you still, to this day, can't figure out why. Mm, no, everything was like, oh, dollars. So, growing up, I don't know. We, so backtrack. Ashley and I started cleaning up some of our extra clothes that we needed to get rid of and take to the DI. And I don't know why this, I thought of this because I don't have one. But I started thinking of this hat that I'm pretty sure is called a Kango hat. And so... um it's not a beret, but it's like got a really fat back end. So if you wear it, it's got a tiny one. I, I associate them. They're more European to me. And the really skinny front. But sometimes people wear them backwards. They're called Kango hats. It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, my brother, for whatever reason, always wanted one when we were a kid. Like every Christmas, every birthday from like late middle school to high school. I want a Kango. I want a Kango. I want a Kango. He asked so many times. And my parents were divorced. So he's asking two different sets of parents to get him a and for whatever reason, they seem to collectively agree, no. Interesting. And I don't know why, because I don't think the hat means anything. Like, I'm looking at images on Google right now. and Kangol with an L, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, Kangol hat. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, like, Samuel Samuel Jackson yes. is the one who really made it, yes. like, super popular. Right, right. Because there's, like, the King, there's, I think it's just a brand. I may be I may be wrong, but like Kangol right now has like bucket hats because bucket hats are. It's back definitely in, not right? that. It's the one that it's the Samuel. It's, it's the like one Trevor with Samuel hat. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, like driving. Whatever reason, hat, my brother loves it. So it's got like a really that fat back end that sometimes people wear backwards. You get the really skinny. Like it reminds me of a golfing hat, to be honest. Yeah, he always wanted one, and like I think it was at least five, if not six or seven birthdays, he asked for one or Christmases, and collectively, my parents were like, no. Uh, and I came across, and to this day, I'm like, yeah. Why not? So, growing up, I always just wanted to color my hair like outrageous colors. Fair I enough. wanted That's I fair. was I was one of those like reserved scene kids. I wanted to be a scene kid really bad, but my mom said no. And so, I was I I was an obedient scene kid. My mom says I can't. My mom says I can't. My fair. mom says I can't have my ear blue. That's fair. But I remember distinctly coming to Bear Lake, and it was the first time I'd ever come to Bear Lake, and I was like, I want my hair the color of Bear Lake because it has this really pretty, it's a very pretty blue to like a really pretty like light green, like mintish color. I was like, that's what I want. That's what I want my hair to look like. And I remember coming home and being like, mom, I want to do this with my hair. And my mom was always like, no. And I remember distinctly having a conversation on the 4th of July with one of her friends who had colored her hair. She got like highlights of like this bright blue color. And I talked to her about it. And I remember her saying to me, you have to, you have to talk to your mom because I have a grown up job now. And in my grown up job, I can't have colored hair because she's a teacher. And so during the summer, I get to color my hair, but only during the summer do I get to, I remember going and having a full breakdown mom this is the only time of my life i'm going to be able to express myself and i want to do my hair in this blue color because i'm going to have a grown-up job one day and i'll never be able to color my hair crazy colors since then my hair has been blue and green and pink and purple and all these different colors but i remember thinking i was never going to be able to color my hair cool colors that's the only thing that my mom told me i couldn't have I guess, technically, without reason. Yeah, for what it's worth, colored hair, 
is cool and seems cool. Oh, it's great. And I would definitely not put it in the classification of colored hair is cool, but t- seems cool, but sucks. But I mean, those cold showers, Ugh. especially if you've gone a little bit without colored hair, they're, they're, they're an adjustment. Mm-hmm. They're 100% adjustment. So while it's not all the way there, there are definitely things that you're like, yeah, this is cool. And then maybe just maybe you finally wander your way into it and you're like, no, this actually sucks. It is super not worth it. <laughs> what are the things that seem cool, but then you get into it and you're like... Man, this was a. They lied about this. This kind of stinks. <sighs> AJ McCall on VFX. I mean, can I start with the obvious one? And don't get me wrong, there's pros and cons, but how about being an adult? Oh, yeah. All you think as a kid is, oh, it'll be great. I'll have my own place. I'll eat whatever I want. I could do whatever I want. Nobody can tell me what to do. It's going to be awesome. And then you get here and you're like, oh, <laughs> the stinks. Bills suck. Why is everything dusty? Why does the laundry never end? The laundry never ends. I mean, ever which is awful um one of the things that i have stumbled across that's like yeah this is cool but really it's like not anybody like boats people (laughs) say that boats suck to own like you think that they're great but then it's like they say the two best days in a boat owner's life is the day that they buy the boat and the day that they sell it i mean you know what boat stands for right bust out another thousand bust out another thousand yeah i mean i think they're neat in theory (laughs) But I feel like I wouldn't use it enough to like actually buy one. Um, <laughs> pools also. Yeah, yeah. No offense to the aquatic center. Like, I'm glad everything's open. It's Memorial Day. COVID's passed or whatever. But I walk by there and I'm like, oh, it's so crowded. Is it even worth it? Oh, see, I don't mind like public pools. Those ones are fine. I'm talking like the ones at your house. Like my mom's got a pool at her house in St. George. And I just, <laughs> she talks about all of the maintenance and there's a pool guy that comes over every week. And I'm like, man. I'd hate that. Do hot tubs fall under that same thing? Yes. I feel like Producer Butters has a lot of the same complaint. I mean, sorry, some person that I know that has one. Somebody. Because I think one of the big complaints is once people find out you know you have one, they want to be over all the time. But, of course, they don't do any of the maintenance on it. Right. Like taking the water out in the winter and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so aquatics of any kind seem to be just a trap. Yeah. They're wholeheartedly a trap. They're going to suck you in, and then you'll be like, this is great. And they will be like, wow. <sighs> Somebody sent us a message and said, uh, one of the things that I thought was going to be so cool, but actually is not, is my Jeep. Because then I have to take the hard top off and all of the doors off and everything and then come back and I get to use it for two days that it's actually like nice outside and not a bajillion degrees. So, Okay. Don't let Ashley hear you, hear you say that. She she wants a Jeep so bad solely for that reason. <laughs> What's cool, but then you get there and you're like, nope, this sucks. Totally a lie. It was a trap. Utah's VFX, all social media, or AJ and McCall. A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. What's cool, but actually super sucks. A lot of prizes to be won for Park Narks with National Donuts Day going on. We've got some Spud Night gift cards we're throwing out for voters. We already got uh, um, Stephanie won earlier. We'll find another winner here in just a second. AJ and McCall on VFX while finding the worst parking spot in Cache Valley. Nominee number one this week, you don't need this spot. I don't need my door. Car that's parked in two special needs spot. Passenger door wide open. Nobody in sight. I got it. Up and vanished. I know. It's really shocking. I got to be honest. This week's competitors, I have no idea who's going to win because nominee number two is just as bad. Nominee number two is if you park like that, so can I, our uh, narker. 
peeking around the corner to see a truck and a car that are parked horizontally while the spots are going vertically, taking up at least four, probably six spots. Top of that, it looks like they're about to race as they're both pulled up to one line. And it's like, all right, when the green flag drops, we go. Ready, set, go. So before we get to that, let's say congratulations to uh, Michael, who's going to win for voting. He voted, FYI. Woo! Uh, for nominee number one. Woo-woo. Not saying one way or the other, but that's who he voted for. He's going to get a Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card in honor of National Donuts Day. But now it comes down to who is the most annoying parking spot. The one that looks like it was abducted by aliens or the two that look like they're getting ready for a street race. And the winner was Narker number two. And Ooh. I have to think the reason why is there are so many questions about mm-hmm. Narker number one. You just have no idea what to think about it. I think that's probably true. I was going to say also because like Narker number one is not inhibiting as many spots as number two. So it's like if you were to pull up, you couldn't really park anywhere in that parking lot in Narker number two's universe. So congratulations to Narker number two capturing the worst parking spot in Cash Valley. Remember, you can get entered in to win... uh, car washes mcdonald's gift cards by simply just submitting a partner nominee you see bad parking you take a picture you send it to utah's vfx on facebook on twitter on instagram that gets you entered in and then you've got a chance actually to win twice because if yours ends up playing well then you got a chance to win again if it's voted the most annoying parking spot in cash valley plus there's the tournament at the end of the year yeah utah's vfx all social media this is a big deal. This post has to carry us through the weekend. It has to be hilarious enough, inspiring enough, or thought-provoking enough to carry us through the weekend. So can it do that? AJ and I, McCall Taylor, you're friends with us on Facebook. We're going to steal your post. But it's going to end up on the VFX Facebook page. We're not going to like save and post it. We're going to share it. Oh, of course. And give you the credit. That being said, what are you sharing? Well, I landed on my friend Brittany's post, and it says, eclectic. And it says, my music taste, also my music taste. It's a house that's a like all black right next door. It's, it's like a princess house. This is also my music taste. Then there's like a yellow beach house next to it that says also my music taste. And there's a trash can that's being pointed to that says also my music taste. And then there's a beach and the beach is pointed at and it says also my music taste. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Hi, it's me. I landed on my friend Brittany. It's a post that says anytime, uh, anytime I hear the phrase, it's been a while. My brain, the dude from Stain. It's been a while. You can win, because yes, also same. Facts. Also me too. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor at us across all social media. If you missed it, we got a new um, AJ McCall Instagram segment coming out and Facebook. Uh, The pictures, the video's not out yet, but the pictures ought to be a pretty dead giveaway. Mm. If you are not following us, I suggest you do, because there's a lot of people that really enjoyed it. We're going to go with comedy gold. Maybe your, silver. Your mom even said, I guffawed. She did guffaw. Uh-huh. AJ and McCall. That's A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, it's AJ Shift 7 McCall, as in AJ Ampersand McCall for Twitch, which will be on today for the after show at about 1030. Also for all the podcasts on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Play. If you cannot, uh, if you miss anything, you cannot find them, that is where they're at. Other than that, stay hydrated. Thank you. Because it is hot. It is very important to make sure you are drinking enough water. So do that. Yeah. Sunblock also maybe for you fair tan, fair Please. skin people. I know that Utah has been really like the highest on the UV index this week in the entire country. So it's a good reason to wear it. Very, very, very important. Please sunblock yourselves, protect yourselves. It's literally the only skin you get. You can't get a new one. Okay.
And until Monday for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.